told me there's like a, a lady called in the Victoria's Secret bag and she's like really overweight and says someone's in for a treat. God. <laughs> That's just <laughs> nasty. <laughs> we got to do that. <laughs> Are we recording? Yep. We're live right now. Oh, that's awesome. We're on there. We're on there. I thought you were counting down, man. I was gonna. I was gonna, but then you just started talking. So, uh, Jesus, you got to tell me this stuff. You know what? I don't feel like I have to. I think it's more organic if I don't tell you. (laughs) Oh, well, really? We're all about the organicness of of how sincere and genuine we are. Like, we're just. Of course. We just uh, jump into our. Jump into our being a silly goose and talking about talking about like what stupid stuff we found on the internet. That's just it's not even that, man. I'm telling you, my friend Bam, he sent me a picture. I could forward it to you. It's it's basically a somebody's girl in panties be from behind its ear butt, and it says you just got butt dialed. <laughs> He's funny. He's funny. Yeah, I'm just loving it. And yeah, yeah. And everything, everything, everybody else heard from me about that. Sorry, but thank you for uh, tuning into the stew pot. And the reason why we picked this song was we're feeling the love, man. We're feeling the love. Yeah. And we're, we're taping this show. It's a thank you for honoring the Sabbath with us, the Sunday stew pot. We're drinking beer, and I'm drinking. I'm drinking C4. Starburst flavor. <laughs> Starburst yeah. flavor C4. I'm drinking Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a real beer drinker. I don't drink too much no, beer. No, I'm surprised you had one last week. Yeah, uh, like I told you, it was sitting in my fridge for two years before. <laughs> and, and guess what? I actually come to the show prepared this time. Holy nice. shit. I know. Nice. I know. I actually have I have things in front of me. I have things I looked up. I have an outline of what I want to do instead of just freeballing it. We're just going to do it. But first and foremost, did you get anything, any comments or anything from people? Because we got some interaction this week for um, sure. I, I, you know what? It's, it's weird. It's like, I, I really expected and I hoped for uh, more comments. I hoped for more like people commenting and, and like kind of when we would say like, Hey, make sure you leave that in the comments. Like t- tell us what you yeah. think. I expect, I kind of hoped for more than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I had people <laughs> email. I had people message me. No comments. Right. I didn't see any comments. Yeah. I had people DM me. Yes. Right. I got DMs? Some, some DMs. Yeah. I got some, I got some messages okay. saying like, Hey, you guys really got something going on there, and like, uh, a lot of positive, you know, su- very positive, positive, supportive things. But like, yeah, no, <laughs> but no comments. No, 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 uh, com- they, no they don't no have shares. to comment. They're probably like trying to figure us out, which is good. That's fine. Right. Let them, yeah. let them take the, Feel, time. the we, feeling out process. We appreciate it. We appreciate the time people are taking. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, now, thank you. the first shout out I want to do is because somebody reached out to me. She she's a she's a friend. I've known her for over a decade. Her name is Shauna Chapman. She reached out to me. She couldn't believe people were actually arguing with me about defending and protecting kids. Which is had it makes absolutely she she couldn't believe it like these people just want to argue well I think that's what the internet was intended for is just people to argue with each other about how wet water is um, it's just well, something think, is re- yeah go ahead the, I think that the idea is that water isn't wet I think the idea that if water gets on things then those things are then wet I don't think water itself is wet are now we we're really now, do this? now we're starting no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> yes let's go there damn it 
No, just, <laughs> just the argumentative nature of people who stand oh, great. their well, ground it's, it's on like, idiotic no matter, things. Well, that's the deadly sin of pride. Right. Yeah. That's really what it is. It, there's seven deadly sins. Pride, wrath, uh, envy, gluttony, lust, greed. Um, geez, what, there's one I'm missing. Uh, Vanity? I think... No, 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 that'd be part of pride. There's pride, envy, wrath, greed, lust, lust. God, how can I forget lust, especially on the internet? Lust. <laughs> yeah, lust. Oh, yeah, like that doesn't happen at all on the internet. No, no, not no, at all. No. But anyway, anyway, before I forget, Shauna Chapman, thank you. Yes, I'm glad she supports us. I'm glad she liked the show, and I'm glad that she, she agreed with us. And I tell you, a special shout out to her because she's been a longtime friend. She's a parent herself. And she's going to become a grandparent because her daughter and son-in-law are expecting their first child. So, congrats, Shanna. Shauna, it's Shauna. Don't call Shana, it real Shanna. So, sorry, I did. I, yeah. I did. I, well, there's I, there's I, an inside I, joke between her and I, but I'll I'll tell I, you in a second. I'll explain it to you. Um, let me let me let me just correct myself and <laughs> and say please excuse me and have a little grace with me. I oh, of sometimes have a hard time with comprehending things right away. I'm a little bit of a attention deficit. Yes, that's what the internet's for is people with ADD. Right. Um, the internet, I was just saying this today earlier. Uh, I recorded an episode of my podcast, Evolving with Corey Castle. You can check uh -huh. that out wherever. Oh, wherever yeah, absolutely. Corey uh, and yeah. But my friend, my friend that I was talking to was my, my buddy Jimmy. Uh, we, we, we were on a movie set together uh, over a decade ago. And like mm -hmm. we randomly ran into each other a couple of days ago. Uh, in Havertown, I was, it, it, which is pretty far. It's not somewhere I usually go. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend had a gig and I was there and we ran into each other and we were talking about how like we, both of us grew up like sped kids, ADD is shit, like, <laughs> like complete deficit of attention. And now the rest of the world who used to shame us and used to like, we're like, Oh, what's wrong with you? Something's wrong with you. Now the whole entire world is ADD too. Yes. So when we say, when we say, oh, we love your support. We appreciate your support. Leave a goddamn comment. Leave just one comment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just one effing comment. Come on. <laughs> on a Sunday. You got nothing better to do. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's, fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, back from, you're back from church. I mean, yep. normally the stew pot comes out around noon. So you should be back from church. Plenty of time to leave a comment. Plenty of time to hit that like button. You're plenty feeling all pious. To, you're good. Yeah. Plenty of time to sh share it with your friends. Right. Right. So Not like I said, the deadly sin of pride. They can't say anything. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, you know what? I think that might be what it is. Honestly, I think that some people don't show support, like free support. I would say like what, what I'm putting out, what we're putting out, like as far as like mm -hmm. uh, podcasts and content creators. Like, yeah, we're, we're handing you a free lunch. This is a stew pot of free lunch. Yes. And all we ask when we say the, 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 the smallest amount of support is something. And I, I'm not I'm not one to be bitter or anything right now. We're only four episodes in. But I'm saying like nah. the only 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 asking for support is meaning like the what the social currency is these days, which is like uh, following. And I yeah. think that like. Like button, follow, comment, please. Right. Absolutely. Let's see maybe, that interaction. 
pride might get in the way of that. Like some people <laughs> might go like, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to like that because then he'll see I liked it and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be embarrassed or something or something or mm, don't bother me. Know, people be like, oh, well, I see that it only has four thumbs up. I don't want to be the fifth thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be one of only five thumbs ups on this right. video. Well, one quick thing I want to get in with Shauna because we're good friends. Because how we became friends was a, a coworker at the time was friends with her, and we just that's how we met. We became friends since then. But she was always like very. Um, I don't know how can I put it. Very like there's always a crisis type of thing. There's always things going on with her. So now ever since then I started saying, okay, it's now all Shaunified. Everything's Shaunified. So the podcast is officially Shaunified. Thank you, Shauna. Shauna the Dead, one of my Shauna favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not a zombie. She's not a zombie. No. You got red on you. From it. Yeah. <laughs> Shauna the Dead was a great movie. Speaking of which, uh, let's let's talk about just a couple of things that's been going on uh, in the news since it is Pride Month. Minus, and this is just this is just the beginning of it. And mm -hmm. Target, according to the New York Post, Target's down twelve point eight billion with a B dollars. Man, I mean that's I, I, you know I mean people kind of shrug it says Target they're a big company. Yeah, I mean it's it's, a, it's about maybe about ten percent of the company's total value, but still that's a hit. It's a hit, I mean, man. I mean, yeah. You, you don't hear about anybody else losing $10 billion and sticking around. And there's a rap song called Boycott Target that's outselling Taylor Swift on iTunes. Just 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 an FYI on that. I have no who, idea. Who who's does the, the artist? Song? Who's Who the artist? The... Let's see. I'm looking it up. Hang on. I, got, I had the article in front of me. Uh, let's see. Let's try. I'm just, look, the article doesn't say quite yet. Hang on. Let me look at this. Boycott Target beats Taylor Swift on iTunes. An anti-song topped uh, the iTunes, hang on, chart on Tuesday, which was earlier this week. A store in Layton, Utah. They didn't say that. They're not saying the name on here. And it's a, it's an article. It's not saying who the artist. It's a Newsweek article. Hmm. Uh, Despite negligible performance, yeah. Well, they, they got to put in that little shot. Okay, they're, 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 they went on not talking about who the artist was, but about the other backlash on targets, such as bond threats and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, <laughs> I just dude, thought that was funny. So yeah, was like, going back to talking about movies and stuff real quick, uh, sure. it made made me think of I in in uh, circa circa two thousand six. I used to work at Target overnight doing overnight stock. And mm -hmm. I used to steal so many DVDs. I would steal DVDs every day. <laughs> it's part of your benefits package. Uh huh. That's yeah, all the time. Yeah. So I mean, I I was I didn't take a twelve billion dollar chunk out of uh, out of Target's bottom line, but I, yeah, I, I participated some. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're the reason it's twelve point eight billion down. <laughs> yeah, they're, there they're struggling because of me. Now, the other story that just this this broke on Wednesday, which we're taping on a Wednesday night, which is the 31st, which technically it's not even Pride Month yet. And this shit's already start stirring up controversy. Mm -hmm. But um, Danny Masterson, the that 70s show actor is found guilty of two out of three counts of rape. Yep, Hyde. He played Hyde on that mm -hmm. 70s show. Mm -hmm. He is found guilty of two out of three counts of rape in retrial in Los Angeles. So that just went down. And the Church of Scientology played a role in it. And that's what it says here. So I'm speaking in generalities, just what the news is saying. 
not taking an opinion on this. I don't know the facts. Uh, the thing with the Target story, going back to that, um, I think people are misrepresenting it a little bit, saying it's anti-LGBTQ. No, people don't care about that. It's I the think Satanist. What it, the, it's the, the Satanist stuff and the targeting yeah. of children, like what we were going at before. It's the targeting. See, see they're so proud to be they don't realize what they're doing by targeting kids. That's what's crossed. That that's the that's the Rubicon that was crossed in this whole thing. Because yeah. you go, you go after, hey, we're, we're, just don't hurt people. And if you're doing mm. that to a child, you're hurting a child. Keep this in mind. Have you ever, have you ever talked to anybody that's been in prison or talked to corrections officers? Yeah, I, I talked to somebody who, dude, uh, on my, on my podcast, uh, which my episode, I, it's on YouTube now. That's the benefits of uh, subscribing to my YouTube channel uh, at Corey Castle on YouTube. But if you subscribe to the YouTube, you get early access to the episode. So. Cool. Uh, I have I have two episodes now on YouTube that aren't yet posted on Spotify yeah. or on or on uh, Apple Podcasts or anything like that. So if you were to check out if you were to check out Evolving with Corey Castle episode yeah. uh, two ninety four, Sunny Sunny Von Cleveland was the guy's name. He spent eighteen years in prison. Uh, wow! And and we Is we that, talked all about that in the podcast. Was that a federal or state prison? Do you know? Did he say? Uh, I don't remember. I don't. Okay, remember. Just, but still, it's but, prison. I mean, you yeah, don't want to be there. He, he was charged with a felony when he was like 16 years old, and then, and then like, spent a good amount of time in prison. Got out, went right back in the next day. Holy cow! What did he do? Like, <laughs> uh, he was violent. He was just robbing people. Wow. I assume that he's rehabilitated or he's straightened up. Oh yeah, he's do. He's great now. I mean, the show is called Evolving. He's. <laughs> If, if he was not if he was not doing great he wouldn't be Hence, on the show <laughs> yes no no well he might have he, he might have a message for people to stay out of there well they, there's a hierarchy in prison like the top people that are there that are most respected people are mafia hitmen and the lowest of the low are pedophiles and child molesters and they're targets mm-hmm. they're absolute targets because if you're in there and they know and they found out what you did you're you're gonna get attacked. You're gonna get beaten. And I have a story. I have a story to add to that, that I that I know. But but even even convicted felons, which would be considered the dregs of American society, have that standard. But the people in the alphabet mafia are not holding to that same standard as convicted felons. Because you want to know why? Corrections officers they have kids. These fil- these prisoners they have kids. They no. When you're a parent yourself, you're just like, oh, <laughs> it's different. Like you know, you 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 want to, you don't want any harm to come to your child, and you want to protect them. So that's what's happening. That's what I think's happening. Back and, to and, it, and that's when you Go say, ahead. Lou, Core, you wouldn't know anything about this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying you would understand no, what, if you I, had children. You no, yeah, no, but no. once you do, people. I, I was told that so many years until I had my own, and it's true. I'm not trying to say hey you don't get it but no you would it, when you love something is you you'll never love anything more than your own child right yeah. never I, never I, I i can relate i mean no i don't i never had i never had kids but like uh yeah. my little sister was born when i was 11 i spent my entire teenage years changing diapers her. and oh wow, that's the and fun part <laughs> teaching her lessons and trying to be a good role model uh trying to be a good uh, yeah. parental figure because my dad wasn't around our dad and, wasn't around and keep in mind these these corrections officers, these police officers, these people—they know, they know why you're in there, and they know that you're going to get attacked, and they're just going to look the other way. Right. Quick story. Yeah. 
but go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say my, my, my coach, my trainer, uh, Eddie Valentine, if you mm-hmm. ever heard of Eddie Valentine, that's the man mm-hmm. who trained me. He He's also, he's also a gay man, but, uh, he, he trained me, but he spent three years in prison and yeah. he told me about, he told me about if people ask you for your papers and you refuse to show it to them, you're probably a rapist or a child molester like that. Most if you got, like if you got raped in prison, that's probably why. Is that what he said? No, he said he said if people are asking you for your papers, like to to see why you're in oh, prison. Oh, okay. Now I and you, you refuse okay. to show them. If you refuse to show them, it's most likely because you don't want them to know why you're there. And they'll and find if, out. And yeah, they'll you, find you out. Kill, yeah. If you kill the baby, oh, oh God, mm-hmm. oh, you're <laughs> they're really well. Just just so you know, there was an armed robbery at this restaurant. This is this is a story I heard through a guy through the lodge that I go to, and it was an there was an armed robbery at this restaurant, and these guys showed up ski masks with guns. The only person in the kitchen was the kitchen manager, and she was there with her five year old daughter, and they were trying to get her to open the safe. She was only the kitchen manager; she didn't know how to open the safe. This scumbag they put, took it out on her daughter put the gun in her daughter's mouth and moved it around to get her to open the safe. And she couldn't do it. And she's crying and begging the girl's mouth. Five-year-old girl's mouth was bleeding and they got what they could and they left. Well, three weeks later, the police showed up at the restaurant to make the arrest, but they put that kitchen manager who was a lady who's also just so you know, I'm not being stereotypical, but it's true. She was Puerto Rican. You ever piss off a Latina, you're dead. I mean, she'll, mm-hmm. she'll stab you. So they put her in the manager, the uh, uh, the restaurant manager's office, and had her in there because they didn't want her to react. It turns out it was an inside job. One of the line cooks and one of the, there was two of them were there were the two line cooks and they were friends and they tried to pull off an inside job and they got caught. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy armed robbery, you're going to prison. Okay, right. that's a class C felony plus assault with a deadly weapon on the little girl. Mm-hmm. Well. Everybody knew this woman, her brother was serving a life sentence in the specific prison. So he so was doomed. As soon as so he got guess, there. guess where they sent that guy? Right where her brother was. Yep. And everybody knew. The guards knew. The police knew. The judge knew. Send him there. It's called poetic justice. And that guy, is his life is a living hell right now. And he, you know what? Do you think he deserves it? I would say so. Mm-hmm. You harm a child like that, he knew exactly what he was doing. I mean, there's consequences. That, that's that's trauma, dude. Like that lo- that yeah, little girl's that's... ruined forever. Well, even but... even the, even if she surpass like even if she like if even if she like mm-hmm. uh, subdues that memory and forgets. <coughs> Excuse me. God bless you. Excuse me. So even if even if she like blocks out that memory, it's mm-hmm. still gonna come up. It's still going to ruin her life. She's still going to be like, it's going to be, she's going to be a victim unless she changes it for herself as she gets older. And that's, that's, that's sad. That like uh, the same thing I always say about like the, 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 uh, Tupac, do you know Tupac, you know, Mm -hmm. thug life, the thug life tattoo that he has on his stomach. That, that means the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Mm-hmm. So that that's what that that fully means. So it's basically like, oh, you just put hate into this child's face and that's yeah. going to fuck up every 
every interaction this kid ever has with anybody. And then that kid's going to fuck up everybody that's around him. And then everybody that that kid fucked up is going to fucked up. It's just a vicious, like, spider webbing circle. Fuck up. You know? Big yeah. fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, got, you got, I mean, I know you know because you you have daughters now. So yeah. like mm-hmm. you know what kind of what kind of uh what kind of support and love to give your little girls to make sure they become healthy women. Absolutely. And well that's I know the relationship they have with me is going to be addictive to the relationship they have with men as they become young women. And right. I also know oh we're up to 231 now. I just checked. Awesome. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for the last episode 231. Let's make it more. But back back to it. Um, also how, how your children are is how you you and the, the, as you and the mother or you and the, the two parents interact and how they are at home. That's how they're mm-hmm. going to be. And you could see where it comes from, like where they get it. Cause they don't, mm-hmm. you know, they learn this behavior. So absolutely. But no, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So that's like, my point being was, is that the, the convicted felons have higher standards than some of these people. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> so, so on that note, like we, we have to talk about it. Yes. Uh, earlier on the 30th of May, the debut season force premiere episode of the dark side of the ring. And we both had a chance to watch it. It was about Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch and two people that I knew and I've been on shows with and right. you go ahead and you go first, man. What did you think? Uh, I said I said it to you as as I started watching it how cool it was to see Johnny again. I hadn't seen Johnny and I never I, met him. I, I would say well, like back when back when I first was breaking in. So uh, mm-hmm. he was I, a I lot say, younger than Chris, wasn't he? Yeah, but he would he would be everywhere where Chris was. So yeah. uh, I went down and did a lot of shows for uh, Dapper Johnny Falco. I know we talked about okay. this guy uh, NWS National Rest- Wrestling Superstars or whatever. Uh, and, and it was a lot of like ticket sellers mixed with some names and stuff like, yeah, I, I, I used to do those shows and, and, uh, Chris would be on those shows and Johnny would be on those shows. I would see those guys here and there, but I don't, I didn't see too much of Chris. Cause I, I mean, I would say, I would say maybe only one or two shows did I see him on before, uh, he was no longer with us. Oh. Yeah, because I, I knew Chris. I first met him in 1996 at the 96 SummerSlam in Cleveland. And I was one of the Druids, and he was the body Donna with um, uh, uh, Tom Pritchard. Mm. I almost said Bruce Pritchard. Bruce is his brother. Bruce's brother, right. love. But Tom Pritchard, and he had a neck brace on. And I'm like, brother, are you okay? What's right? He's like, oh, man, I broke my neck. He went out there. He didn't go. He didn't tag in. They did this tag match. He never tagged in. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, he couldn't even go. I mean, he shouldn't even have been out there. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, he was really cool. He was a really nice guy. Uh, Tammy, I've always been polite to, always been nice to her. You know, she is what she is. I mean, I've, I've never, I never had a crossword with her. She never did anything because I wasn't anybody that could, that could do anything for her in the business. <laughs> so I wasn't, you know what I mean? But Chris, <laughs> but I, I like the thing that, that how he died and what happened. Um, Cornette said here was a guy that did absolutely no wrong to anybody, and he right. didn't deserve that. He, he took didn't. his life. He took his life back. He took he took his own balls back, and then wind up wind up uh, dying because of some fluke. You know, 
Yeah, it was a fluke. And the thing is, why was the cameraman in the ring? That's the first thing no, I was that was so stupid. Yeah, that was awful. That that that's that's when shit like that happens. It's like when the with Davy Boy Smith at the WCW right, with, the, with the doorknob. Yeah, the freaking knob was in the middle of the ring. Then guys bump on this dummies. Look what happened to him. It screwed. I mean, it killed them. Right. Eventually, it right. killed them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And with Tammy, you know, I knew she had I knew she had legal problems, and I, I knew she was facing the uh, vehicular manslaughter charges. I, it's it's sad because she was such a beautiful young lady. She was so gorgeous. I mean, I just that's what, what a happens. mess. What yeah. a mess. Uh, yeah, and. And the thing is, I was the perfect age to to discover Sunny at at, at 14, 13, 14. Like that was when she was <laughs> that's, like that's when you discover the, girls. <laughs> right. That was when she was like uh top top downloaded. Like she was and, and like magazine covers, like she was like a knockout. Like you never saw uh, oh, more yeah. uh, I, I had never at that point in my life seen a more gorgeous girl ever, mm -hmm. you know? And uh and then uh, and to watch what had happened to her as time goes by where she's just always a mess. And anybody who ever has any stories, they're never good stories. And uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, she's I, I remember hearing one time she was offered uh, back in when WWF because she was the most downloaded woman mm -hmm. at AOL at the time. AOL is like, God, we're old for saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's ancient, but she she was, and I guess Hugh Hefner offered her to pose in Playboy, right? And she yeah. didn't do it because she just was. Meanwhile, I mean, not too here. Here we go. Here, here I'm hearing a few years ago she's doing OnlyFans and shit like that. And I'm right, like, right, right. Wow, that's because she was like too. She just wasn't there in her mind to do that. Mm -hmm. You know how much money that could have made her, though? You know? Right. Yeah. And the other thing, too, they talked about, they didn't really go too deep into it, was her affair with Shawn Michaels. Right. Because uh, I, I like what, what Cornette said. If Chris wanted to, he could have tore Shawn Michaels apart. Yeah, he has way too much respect for the guy. He was the top guy, you know? Oh, he yeah. Just, he, just wanted to, he just wanted to be a top guy, too. Yep. But And then, like, Tammy, Tammy put it in a way where she was like, Oh, me and Chris were broken up at the time. No, but like, but no. like, I don't think that was the case. But like, no. I, I um, I could tell you that did, that wasn't the case. They did uh, a whole they did a whole episode on uh on Bruce Pritchard's podcast that was about Tammy that I yeah. listened to a couple of years ago, where Conrad was like reading chapters out of her book, yeah. where she was admitting to a bunch of stuff and really kind of like being really super open about like despicable things. Yeah, and the thing was, the only guy that I thought was a prick back then, back there, was Shawn Michaels. I never really worked with. I taught. I never worked with them. Never really talked to him. But he just would walk by you, wouldn't even say hello. He'd walk by you as if you weren't even there. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, he is who he is, and he's our top guy. You know, mm -hmm. fine. Well, fine, the Sean. business was a different thing back then too. Yeah, but I was always told to be nice to people. <laughs> yeah. Even when I did bodybuilding, they were like, when you're at a show in a competition, be nice, be cool, be humble, because mm -hmm. you could be talking to a judge and not even know it. Right. I mean, it's true. Don't be mm -hmm. a prick. And I was like, yeah, but I, and that's what I mean. You never know. You have no idea who you're talking to, who you're dealing with sometimes when you're at, a, especially when you're at a new promotion, like, you know, so that's true. Sean. Um, yeah. Plus he should have known that was Chris's wife. That uh -huh. was that was somebody else's girlfriend. I, I don't know if they were they ever legally married. I thought they were a husband and wife. Yeah, no, I, idea. they never. I, yeah, I'm not sure. But that's that was like 
he he knew he knew he knew the situation and right. he he probably I, I would think since he's changed religiously that he probably you know was, you know did you any- did you hear that uh cornet cornet like broke down recently on his podcast about how like the back injury was faked the whole time like the the um the the like the undertaker Sean's- undertaker back body dropped him onto the casket and then he he like left for four years and still got paid, like he was still working there. And then oh. all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, like I never heard that before. So Cornette believes that he he faked the whole injury, like he never got any surgery or anything. I I, I mean I don't know how how Cornette could prove it, but all right. Yeah, I mean why, I mean, why would it, Jimmy lie about it? So right, it's, it's the pro lying? wrestling it's the pro wrestling business. What would surprise you? Probably collecting a Lloyd's of London policy. I don't know. I mean, who knows yeah, what he was yeah, doing? I yeah, mean, right. I wish, yeah, that would have been nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just by that alone. And but then again, at the same time, you know, Chris, I can understand when you love somebody as much as you you do when you let things happen to you and you look overlook things mm-hmm. because you love somebody so much. I could see that. And Chris, Chris was genuinely a nice guy, very funny guy, very nice, very funny, very cordial. He, he probably, he would remember me if he saw me, but it was just like, Hey Lou, how you doing? Hey Chris, how you doing? That was it. When I was at ECW at WWF, that was it. Cool guy. And I remember when he said, I was at, I think I was in Fort Wayne, Indiana for, for raw. I was with Frank and he goes in there. He's like, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm going to work for Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. And we're like, how's your neck? And he goes, it's still broke. And I'm going <laughs> like, why are you going there? <laughs> I mean, it was like, really, but he did it. I mean, and that's really what fed his addiction too. Because he, he had all these injuries, uh, oh, the, the somas were yeah. Her addiction was fed by being social about it. His was mm-hmm. the, the yeah yeah. The, so that's that's a slippery slope we we can the, go down. Now next week's episode, I'm really looking forward to. Did you see what it was for next week? Uh, I uh, it's Magnum TA right. Magnum, Magnum TA. TA. That was my childhood favorite. Okay. My well, childhood favorite was Magnum TA. I didn't get a chance to meet him. I was at the uh, Mid Atlantic Wrestling Convention in Charlotte. And he was there, but I didn't get a chance to see him. I was looking around for him. I met, I sat down and hung out with Patera for a little bit in Valentine and um, Sam Houston. There was, I love, I, I love talking old school psychology with these guys. Tully Blanchard was around. That's probably why Magnum wasn't, but um, <laughs> I don't know. But, well, that's, didn't he like take his wife or something like that? Uh, I don't know how that happened. I don't know. I don't know the details of it, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm just, this is all rumors that I'm doing. I'm yeah. just I'm just feeding the rumor mill at this point. Uh, yeah, but I think she divorced Tully and then married Magnum. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tully, Tully was okay. I mean, he's just Tully was just being Tully. That's just the way he mm-hmm. is. Um, the the one thing that I was just about to get to that I thought was like really well, Tony Atlas was there too. But uh, my first NWA show that I ever attended. The main event was Ric Flair versus Magnum TA for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. And Flair, uh, Magnum won because Flair threw him over the top rope after they went mm-hmm. about 25 minutes. And then, yeah, and uh, Dusty Rhodes, they just did that angle with Dusty in the cage with the when his ankle was broken and he had uh, recovered a face Flair at Starcade. And everybody mm-hmm. thought Dusty won it, but the, the belt was given back to Flair for some reason. Yeah, but that's what basically what killed it was crazy shit like that but anyway i, I kind of digressed a little bit but yeah i'm looking forward to the magnum tea because i remember it my, i was heartbroken when he when he crashed his porsche because i i mm-hmm. thought i he, he 
was a guy that could have been a mega star in the business. Mm -hmm. He had everything. He had the work rate. He had the look. He had the promo ability. He was a guy that could have taken off. And, um, you know, it just didn't happen. I mean, he just, I, I don't know how, I, I guess he might, he probably was intoxicated driving this Porsche. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And yeah, they, probably clear that up a little bit on the episode that we watched. Yeah. 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 I heard the, yeah, I saw the promo for it or the trailer. And, uh, okay. He uh, he said he said something. I didn't know this how bad it was, but his, his C4 vertebrae exploded, <laughs> and he, he said he didn't he didn't, he couldn't move. He could not move at all. When when yeah, uh, so it's amazing. He he he's, he's lucky to be alive. To be to be honest with you, mm -hmm. and uh, but yeah, if Magnum, if you ever listen to this show, man, I, you were my favorite when I was a kid. I I've never had a, somebody else tell me that as a like some you were my favorite when I was a kid wrestler so that's not a big deal to me. No, but, uh, no one's but ever said anything. No one's ever yeah. said anything like you were my favorite. But I've had people come up to me and be like, "It's an honor to like be able to work with you." That kind of stuff. Like I watched yeah. you when I was a kid. Makes me feel old as shit. But like, I've uh, gotten that. I've gotten oh, that. I got got a a few of those people saying like, "Oh, I just watched a whole bunch of you." Uh, I used to watch that shit when I was young. I watched that. I watched you when I was a kid. Yeah. So it's such mm -hmm. an honor to be here. I'm like, ah, oh, stop. Ah, all right. Yeah, it, there was. It, it is cool for my ego, but it's also, <laughs> but it's also like, all right. Well, let's well, let's be peers here. <laughs> yeah, there was a kid in Pittsburgh locker room that was telling me that he used to watch me on TV, and he and you always stood out. You were always great, and I'm like, oh, thanks. I was like, and he, like one of the people now, he can't get you booked anywhere. So why are you kissing his ass? It was just kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't. I don't have that much pull anymore. But, right. uh, but yeah, it, like, you know, just so, so looking forward to the Magnum team. The, see, the thing with the dark side of the ring, sometimes it just depresses you when you watch these things. And, you know, another yeah. thing I wanted to bring up about the episode that was, that was interesting to see was sure. Lance, Lance Storm, where he yes. was showing when he was showing all the all the superplexes all the top rope power bombs all the like all that yeah. that and then like how like where's the accident that you were in where's the car accident and it's like yeah that's the kind that's the yeah. kind of stuff we as wrestlers sacrifice we put our bodies on the line we 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 age rapidly and it's it's interesting to see uh you know a lot I think the, the, the life expectancy of pro wrestlers, there's a lot of, a lot of pro wrestlers who die way before their time. I mean, yeah. And like, that's why a show called dark side of the ring exists because there's, there's demons in it. There's he demons. Was, that he was only 33 years old at yeah. dead at 33. Great guy. Great human being. Did not deserve that and could it was about to make a comeback. He was really doing well at TNA at the time. And was and he was, yeah, it's a shame. It's a real shame that that happened. No, no very talented. Yeah, I'll never, no I'll never hear back in black. I'll never hear back in black and not think of Candido. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're kind of shitting on Sonny a little bit, but uh, Tammy Sitch, but uh, I mean, what she's not going to get us booked. Whatever. No. <laughs> well, a lot of people try to in the day. I don't know. I've I've, I've heard stories about her. So about uh, her getting people booked, getting people fucked. So <laughs> just say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About. Uh, yeah. I would say probably probably around 2013. I would say um, 
DCW, the company that I wrestle for in Delaware, the company, mm-hmm. the company that I'm currently the No Limit champion. Yeah, good job. Uh, but she, she, she came in for one shot with uh, with um, DCW, and she managed, she managed me and my partner, and like we had, she had like joined TNE for one night. Our 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 tag team is called TNE Team New Era, and she she uh, managed us for the night. And she, I don't know how she got my phone number, but she was texting me and she was like, Hey, come meet me in my hotel room and stuff. Like, Get she, out of here. No, I, I'm totally not joking. She for sure wanted me to come meet her at her hotel room. And I was like, I I'm, I'm going home to my girlfriend. I am not dealing with you. I, nothing to do with that mess. I don't want any part of it. And then she was like, then she was like, texting me all like kind of flirty stuff and I, no she I, never hit on me so i can say I that didn't, i didn't i didn't because no, it's it somehow it's somehow it's like a, a huge brag for her to talk about like how young her boyfriend her boyfriend was like uh, the the guy yeah because you're, you're definitely young yeah because she was how, about she's probably a little bit younger than me i'm thinking because she was younger than chris but go ahead yeah so she always brought up like how young the dudes were that she was going after and I, it, what do you think that's going to do? I, that's not impressing me. You're not the you're not the Tammy Sitch from my childhood. You're not that. You're not from that 96? girl. Where were you? Right. The 96 Sonny. Funny right. story. I have a funny story about her. I was doing a TV taping for WWF. I can't even remember where it was, but Bradshaw was just sitting in a chair and it was, and she's by the gorilla position. And I think he was by the monitor and he just turns over and yells, just looks over and yells, Sonny. Get your fat ass out there. And then turns her head back and starts looking forward. And she turns around with a disgusted look on her face. Like, who said that? <laughs> he would just do that. They would do shit the fuck with her. It was just, and we're, I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying not to laugh. Cause it was just great. It was just like Dude, Bradshaw did that. <laughs> how funny was the, was the slop bucket rib that they put, like they dumped the slop bucket. I wasn't there for that, but I heard about it. Uh, okay. But yeah. 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 It being included on that episode was neat to have that included on the episode of dark side of the ring. <laughs> what I, I heard that like, were you, were you there when X-Pac like pooped in her food or something? No, Any no, other? I never heard that one. I heard that Mark Henry, they, they put crap in a sandwich for Mark okay. Henry once. That was his rookie year. He was just, he was being a prick at the time. Now he's retired. He, he had his career there. You think um, that, I think they, the story was, they said that X-Pac or uh one, two, three kids, Sean Walton, he yeah, like Sean. pooped in her to go food, like uh, for uh, in movies we call it craft services. The the uh, like what they have catering backstage at at WWE, mm-hmm. they call it you know craft services in in mm-hmm. the movies and TV. But uh, she you know they give you like a little to go box with like your your food that you got left over from it, so and, you can uh, go on the road and eat something when you get in the right. car or something. Yeah, right. yeah. I think that they the story was that that Sean Waltman had had shat in her to-go box i never heard that i need i can i never heard that so i don't know if it's true or not you have to ask sean <laughs> i don't know if he agrees <laughs> he probably wouldn't admit to it if he did it uh but yeah 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 Tam, yeah tammy was a piece of work man i didn't know that story so i didn't know she was hitting on you that's that's something to brag about <laughs> no i'm not bragging I'm not bragging not once not not yeah. not even a little yeah that's awesome though good for you <laughs> No, thank you. 
if it was Don Marie, you would have been right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I had a major crush on Don Marie when I was a little I know. kid. You told, I remember you telling me about that. See, mine, uh, believe it or not, you know, and it was uh, Nancy, was a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, to meet her at ECW. Yeah. When she, she, she went, you know, her, she married to Kevin Sullivan at the time, but she was, she was funny. She was very funny, very nice. She was imitating Iron Sheik. It was hilarious. So, <laughs> and, and, and she's a really nice lady. So that's why it mm -hmm. broke my heart what happened to her, too. But uh, yeah. 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 Nancy Benoit. So sorry about that. But yeah, cool. Well, no, it was a good no, it was a good episode, and I think it's going to be a good season. So the next one's yeah. Magnum TA. I think they're doing an episode about the controversial bash at the beach, the thing between Hogan, Jarrett, and Vince Russo. I think they're going to go through the whole thing. Hmm. When basically Hogan left, he quit. He walked out when that happened. I don't. I'm not familiar with what that story is. Okay, just real quick. I guess uh, Hogan had creative control in his contract, and he was exercising it. He didn't want to put mm -hmm. Jarrett over. Okay. And that was it. And then they, so Vince was like, okay, we're just going to have Jared go out there and lay down. And that's what he did. He just ordered Jared to go out there. And oh, lay yeah. Down. Okay. And that's when Hogan did the. the Hogan was like, I, he, he said something. I remember him like breaking character on yeah, the. Yeah, he said the reason why this company's in the, shit, the shape that it's in is because of stupid bullshit like this. And dropped the mic and walked out. And Vince was like, this is the last time you do that piece of shit. So you, you're, you're cutting promos for guys in the locker room, not the fans to come out and draw, draw money, you know, and see that's what, that's what that is just, he didn't get it. Vince Russo never got it about the business, but that one I'm looking forward to. Cause I'd li I like to hear, I've heard Jarrett talk about it and he, he just hated it. He didn't want anything to do with it. He's just like, why am I here? You know, you just really don't want to be a part of something like that. So. Dude, have you seen any of Jarrett's matches in the last couple years? No, no, I have not. Like I've his work, his current work in AEW, uh, in ring wise and physically wise, he's like the best I've seen him ever. I think. Oh, good, and, good for him. And, like he's like in the best shape and and better in the ring than I. I was never a big Jeff Jarrett fan, but now when I watch him, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad to be watching this. He was always solid. He, actually, I got when I met Jeff Jarrett it was in '94. Is my first WWF show because he saw me when Korea had me do stuff before because they wanted to make sure I knew what I was doing, and he clapped. And I'm like, oh, I shook his hand. And I, I talked to him about getting booked in Memphis because I had family in Tennessee. I could have went, but. You know, you just kind of never really materialized because I didn't really know how to follow through on that kind of stuff. There wasn't email and texting. Right. There, there you know, wasn't hey, a, there wasn't a formula that existed for that type of thing. No, but to get, I could have just I could have just went down to Tennessee and showed up with boots and got on. I could have, I could have and worked every night you, for a while. Did you um did you ever did you ever try like sending your stuff into WCW? Is that ever a thing that? I talked to WCW a few times. I talked mm -hmm. to uh, Terry Taylor mm -hmm. when he was there. And I was told there, there were actually, I mean, Mark Madden put in a word for me. I was, oh, yeah, I heard you were good. So, uh, yeah, but there's a hiring freeze right now, but we can get with you in three months. And then they hired Ultimate Warrior. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure he came cheap. <laughs> See, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the hiring budget for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just didn't. I, I just, I just, because all I was trying to do was get on a TV taping for him that was at Cleveland State, which was my college. Right. Right, I could right. leave class and go. You know, that's why I was like, I just wanted to just, you know, check a box. I worked for him. That was it. But I didn't know if I'd catch heat for doing it. But um, no, I would have loved to. You know, I would have loved yeah. to have had an opportunity. 
I, I laugh all the time and thinking about thinking about like how if WCW was still around and how much I'd want to work there. Like I, I was such a fan of WCW. Not not to say that I was more of a fan of WCW than I was WWF. That it was pretty evil even for me. Uh, but um, yeah, but but for sure, I, I it it would have been it would have been a bucket list thing for me had I started my career ten years before I did. I would I I don't know. I just if 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 they would have signed me to a contract and I would have gotten some crazy amount of money just to stay mm-hmm. home. Right. Yeah, I would have done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would have taken it. Back, back to, back to talking about AOL. <laughs> <Yeah>. AOL <laughs> got AOL's money. Well, the, well, it's kind of funny. Like they, it wasn't sustainable. You know, it was just it was falling. Neither was neither was ECW too, because ECW mm-hmm. was falling apart, and I knew it was. You know how it was going, but uh, but you know, just you know, just back to it was that. It was just that time, the way it was in the 90s, that they had all these promotions. These wrestler sellers were going crazy. People were doing drugs in the locker room, and just crazy shit was happening. And that's, that's why know, the dark side of the ring exists. Do you know Do you know uh, Bill Wiles? Do you, did you know Bill Wiles back in, mm-hmm. w, in ECW? Mm-hmm. He, he told me a story once. About me? me? No, it had nothing <laughs> to do with you. No, it was something about it. It was something to do with sharing needles and two like oh, yeah. television television names sharing needles in the locker room. Yep, and uh, mm-hmm. um, whew, like they just blatant like that. <laughs> like I, I just I couldn't believe it. I was I had to go do a run in and do something with Sandman, mm-hmm. where there's a group of us, and he had all this blood, and I didn't want to touch him. I didn't want to go near him because I, I I know what he did. I know what he does. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I'm I, I, heck heck was an okay guy. I mean, I'm fine with that. But I'm I'm shocked he's still alive. To be honest with you, I am. Mm-hmm. The way he partied, holy shit. He's you know so. But God bless him, he is. So yeah. hope he's well, you know I I you know. I wonder if he sleeps with one eye open, gripping his pillow tight. <laughs> And her Sandman got it. All right. And on that note, we're going to move on to the movies that we watched. Do you want me to talk about the one I had to watch first, or do you want to talk about? Oh, Fargo? please, please. Oh, please. you want to hear this? I really want to hear. Why did you pick that? Why did you pick Blockers? Because it, was because it had a picture so... of a rooster than Blockers, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. let me get what this is about. Because we were talking about we were talking about uh, protecting your daughters, and we were yes. talking about we were talking about that kind of thing, like and. His character in that was obsessed with protecting the pureness oh, of his daughter. So yeah, and but the guy that was like she was with, I was like, <laughs> kind of, I wouldn't have been worried about him too much. <laughs> I was, I because I even looked at my wife. My wife was laughing hysterically watching this. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I think he's, I think he's homosexual. She's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> but but the the his daughter, I mean. When you're at that age and you're choosing to lose your virginity, you don't just do it just to do it. You do it because it's special. It's a special. And the one girl says, like, this doesn't feel special. It doesn't feel right. And she didn't do it, which was great. Mm-hmm. And after John Cena came in and threw him into the wall. Dude, <laughs> I loved it. Dude, the-, the, the movie was so stupid funny. I, I, I remember oh. I can't I can't not Gina like, Gershon I- was in it. Gina Gershon. Did you know who's that? Do you know who she is? Uh, yeah, she was in um, Face Off and um, Cocktail. She, and she was in Bound. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yes, bound. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm I know. Drinking, I'm drinking a Gina Gershon topless in a movie. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> yes, I do know Gina. Yeah, she she's like she is she is like a she is like a kind of my type. Like she is like a Italian South Philly chick. Uh, that's that's dark that's, hair brown eyes you know what i like that's, that's what i have that's my that's my current girlfriend and that's the guy that played bill lumberg too and they were playing marco polo naked in the house <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay okay what's the other oh 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 i forgot the 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 uh butt chug i'm like yeah the, the beer the, pong the, the beer, beer bong beer, and beer, the beer bong and, 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 and his John, ass. he had a beer enema in the movie which was absolutely <laughs> i'm like are they oh no Thank you, Corey. I appreciate were you, were, this. Were you were you pleased with me or upset with yes. me that I no 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 no? I was pleased. I laughed. We had we had a good time. We laughed and awesome. it was funny. And and you know and um, God, Judd Apatow's wife. I I don't know her name, but I've seen her in other stuff. Les- she played Leslie Mann. I think so. I think Les- you're right. Les- I, 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 Les- I can Mann? IMDb it here. I don't want to. Do I do I got to pull out my research? <laughs> probably no, no we we talked about her last week we talked about her when i was talking about this movie mm-hmm. having, having her in it and she was in who she was in big daddy she was in yes um yeah 40 yeah. year old virgin 40 year old virgin this she is 40. Was in, this is 40 yep yeah knocked up knocked up yeah that's right that's right uh, knocked she, up the, judge yeah. Apatow's wife yep and uh what was that movie that she did with jason bateman and ryan reynolds like the change up or the Something it was like they like did a like a it was like they switched Friday, they, 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 like a yeah, vice they, versa yeah. freaky Friday type of situation, but she was yeah. in that too. She was a wife in that, and it was just mm-hmm. like yeah, and he yeah, he yeah, that was, I remember that movie. I think was that who else was in that? What was that girl? The woman that the other woman, blue eyes, dark hair, blue eyes, very piercing blue eyes. I want to say Olivia Munn, but it's not her. Hmm. In in the um the change the, up movie. Hang on, hang on. I'll, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do some research. We're at 231. Thank you, everybody. Uh-huh. Keep talking, keep talking. I'm gonna do my AMDB while I'm talking to you. So anyway, okay. that that movie it, it was good. I liked it, it was fun. Um, it's not for kids. Right. <laughs> so, not for kids at all. And neither no. is Fargo. Uh don't no, show no. Fargo, don't show Fargo to your kids. Um no. I have to say, uh, if I'm going to review that movie Fargo, I want to say uh, it was it was good. I mean, it it is definitely an old movie. It's it came out in like 1996 or something. Right? Yeah, 96. That's I, 27 years ago. <laughs> I I wasn't ready for that movie when it came out because I remember my, the 96 was when my parents were back together for that. Like the, my parents were only back together like for a year in my life. Okay. And that was that was 96. I remember my parents rented it and they were watching it and I wasn't allowed to watch it with them. But I knew I kind of yeah. a lot of the parts like I kind of as I'm watching it I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I kind of remember mm-hmm. this part." I knew I remember the like the um the 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 uh wood the wood chipper or the uh Yeah, the wood chipper scene with yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And I I felt like I felt like I remembered the Dude, how funny is it to see like William H Macy that young? Like after oh, yeah. watching watching all these seasons of Shameless, and he looks like <laughs> such a like a hobo. Yeah, and he's he's like a car salesman trying to bilk his right. father in law for money because he because he fucked up. Yeah, 
I guess that's a true story. That movie's based on a true story. Okay, going back oh, yeah. to the movie was The Change Up in 2011. Leslie Mann is Judd Apatow's wife. The other woman in the movie, the other female lead, was Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, yes. 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 The very beautiful she Olivia She is very Wilde. beautiful, yes. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she is. And it was with Ryan Reynolds. Yes, that was a funny movie. Very funny. Yep, I remember that movie very well. Yes. Uh, okay. So back to the Fargo. Yeah, that was based on a true story, and it was something from a long time ago. And I'm trying to think. I, it was just, it was just funny because I've been to, I've been to North Dakota. I actually, I've been to Bismarck, North Dakota. It was right after. It was a short time after um, the Eagles drafted what the hell, Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and Carson and people from the Dakotas went to the Eagles to Philadelphia and sat with football fans. <laughs> <laughs> an Eagles game, and you and these people in North Dakota, are like, oh, gee whiz, gosh, golly, gee whiz, don't you know? I mean, that's how they are. They're very nice. They're very pleasant people. Then you go to Philadelphia. That's a culture shock. Yeah, <laughs> that's an I, absolute culture shock. I, I understand. I'm from Philly. I know how Philly people are. Uh, yes, they are, yes, they are very rough around the edges. Not for people as pure and nice as the 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 driven snow like north dakotans are well i i I landed in the airport in bismarck and i joked with the guy i said man i almost got lost in your airport it is four gates see that four (laughs) gates where i've been the biggest airport i've ever been into would be hartsfield in atlanta that's Mm -hmm. and that thing's like a minute it's like a city within a city that's huge Mm -hmm. so but yeah, four gates. And it was just I'm like, wow, I landed in Bismarck, North Dakota. But and plus I was there in the spring. It was May and it was nice out. So it was good. It was all good. But I wasn't there. You know, it, it would be a whole lot different if it was in the middle of winter because I would not want to be there in the middle of winter. So, but yeah, if you want to pick a movie for me next week, I would be happy to do that. And I could pick one for you. You just name it. I'd all right. be happy. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's do something else and I'll, and it'll give me a, ch- a second to, to sure. think about what movie I'm going to assign you. Sure. Because I have to do another, I want to do another shout out because uh, Elena, Elena, the she devil mm. did talk about our show and gave me, gave us a nice compliment. She said, you and I work well together and she thinks it's an entertaining show. So uh, well, uh, Elena, she devil, it's a shout much. out to you. Thank you. Yes. yes. Yes, uh, she, she, she and she's also the reason you and I know each other. So that's I uh, yeah yeah that's, pretty much yeah. Some that's something to give a shout out and a quick thanks to. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. And people, yeah, comment. Tell us to quit yeah. talking about movies. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Pick a topic for us. Yeah, pick a for topic. Sure. I I can do another. Stir one. it into the stew pot. <laughs> Let's just stir do it. it in, Let's just do it. Stir it into the stew pot. Uh, there was one I was thinking about, like it, like how to handle tough job interview questions. What's the best answers you can think of <laughs> just stuff like that. Like, like you're, I mean, have you, you've done job interviews many a times. Like I, I have. I'm at job interviews every day right now. I'm, I'm yeah. currently in job search mode. So I've mm-hmm. already been, I've already been on so many job interviews and you know what my main thing I've been uh, the, the point I've been trying to drive home to every single person who interviews me for a job. What's that? <laughs> I go, I don't mean to sound arrogant or anything, but you'll never interview a motherfucker quite like me. That's Do you me. actually say that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't say that. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm like, I like that's either going to work for you or against you. Because one time to get to the position, to get into the 
sales, the agency sales and distribution in the company where I work for, the department I want to get into, I had to interview seven times. Wow. And the seventh time I was with the, one of the, the hiring manager, I sat with him and I just looked at him and I said, you know who I am, right? He goes, oh yeah, I've seen you. And I said, let me just tell you this. You hire me. I'm going to prove that you made a mistake not hiring me two years ago. And I'm going to blow everybody away out there. It's up to you. And that's what I said to him. And he just kind of went, he asked me one question. I gave him the answer. He goes, okay, I got what I need. And that was it. And I said, well, either that worked against me or worked, it worked for me or worked against me. I'm not sure. And I got the job. <laughs> so I think you like, cause he's like, he's like, okay. It's kind of like, it was kind of like what, uh, when Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption, when uh-huh. he was at the, the parole hearing and he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> he just kind of just, he was just honest with them and he got paroled. You know, you go ahead and you stamp that, Sonny. Yeah. You go ahead and tell me how rehabilitated I am. He's talking down to this guy. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. Yeah, he got parole after that. I I quoted Mitch Hedberg in a job interview recently. Somebody asked me where I saw myself in five years. Yeah. And I said, celebrating the five-year anniversary of you asking me that question. (laughs) Did you really say that? (laughs) Yep. Did you ever get get the question of what is your dream job? Uh, No. No one's ever asked me that in in, in an interview. No, I got that. What would you be? What would be the ideal position for you? Something like that. Have you ever gotten that? Or what's the ideal position you'd like? If, like they want to know if you have, if you're going to stay here, if you're going to move on, other things. Yeah, I think that's what they're getting at. And what's the ideal position for you? And the thing I always wanted to say was, um, my 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 ideal job or my dream job would be to be Scarlett Johansson's bra. <laughs> Or, or no, 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 no. Uh, Salma Hayek's panties. Let's go there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that would work better. <laughs> Yo, I thought of a movie for for me to give you to watch. Oh, now that I mentioned Salma Hayek or Scarlett now, Johansson? Now that you mentioned Scarlett Johansson. Um, okay. Have you ever seen Lucy? Mm-mm. Starring Lucy. Scarlett Johansson and Morgan Freeman. So it's it ties Ooh. together. You just said Morgan Freeman and you just said Scarlett Johansson. So... Lucy is the movie that I'm giving you to watch uh, for next week's episode. 2004, 14, 2014 yes. movie, Lucy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me you do must, some. I must watch, must watch Lucy. That. I must you watch must. Lucy. I will uh, actually also watch Lucy again because I love that movie. Oh, no, no, no. I got to give you something different. I got to give you something different. Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. I don't think he did a movie. So speaking of Mitch Hedberg and that '70s show, talking about uh, Danny Masterson, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it hot. Fingers on the pulse of what's hot right now. But uh, what Dan uh, Mitch Hedberg was once on that '70s show. Yes, and uh, he was working at the hot dog stand. Yeah, and, and he was like the the uh, Ashton Kutcher's character ordered hot dog. And and he was like, he was like, I did not lose a leg in Nam so I could serve hot dogs to young little brats like you. And the guy was like, dude, you got your legs. What are you talking about? And he said, like I said, I did not lose a leg in Nam. <laughs> <laughs> that bunch of people just started laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's he did he did one that was funny, a joke about he didn't like bread from Pepperidge Farms. 
because they wrap the inside of the bread inside the bag. It's one extra step between himself yeah, and toast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. So, I, I feel like a duck's perception of me is based uh, solely on if I have bread or not. <laughs> ducks love bread, but they do not have the ability to buy a loaf. Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. Okay. So I have to watch Lucy and I'm going to text you later wondering what the hell do I have to watch? Hmm. Let me see something. I'm going to, are you there? Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. Something that, something that you would like. Well, I mean, I think some more. So, so last week, I gave you a comedy and you gave me a serious. I just gave you a serious. You got to give me something funny. You want? I got to give you something funny. Yeah, we'll 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 switch it back and forth every week. Yeah, I'm just saying. Is there any? Does it matter how old it is? Or no. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Okay. I mean, if I if I can find it on streaming somewhere, I'm gonna find it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I'm sure you can if you go on Tubi TV. Let me, uh, huh? Let me, let me, let me, let me check something out here because there's there's a classic comedy that I want to that want to that I want to give it to you, and I, I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's a Mel Brooks movie. Are you laughing? Not Blazing Saddles. It's not Blazing Saddles. That's too easy. That's too easy. What is it? What is it? History of the World. No, no, no. Um, it's Young Frankenstein. Have you ever seen okay. it? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen. Okay, it. well, well. I mean, seen I, I mean, I was, I was like thirteen when I saw it. So I mean, I don't okay, really. The remember black it. and white. The black and white yeah, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I was thinking of that, or I was thinking there was another one called High Anxiety. Have oh, you ever that, seen uh, that? High. Who's in that? Mel Brooks, Harvey Corman, Cloris Leachman. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that. Okay, that go, go we'll do high anxiety because since you saw Young Frank, yeah. it's it's really what it is. It's a parody of Alfred Hitchcock movies. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's called High Anxiety. Yeah, it's a lot of it. Yeah, because if you see if you if you're familiar with Hitchcock movies and you see what he's doing, it's like ah, I get it. Like Psycho, ah, North by Northwest. Oh, okay, you know. So, are you familiar with Alfred Hitchcock movies? Oh yeah, Some, I watched oh. I watched Alfred Hitchcock Hitchcock on Nick at Night when I was a kid. Yeah, he he had movies that were like Psycho, North by Northwest, yeah. Birds Rear, and Birds, Rear Window, which was really good. Jimmy Stewart was in that one. His leg was broken, and he's spying. He's watching people because he couldn't do anything. Yeah, well, they, didn't they do a remake of that with Johnny Depp and uh, Totoro? I think so. Was that? I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. I believe so. Well, Rear Window. Let me see. But yeah, all right, cool. So. Yeah, so we're so next week we're gonna go ahead and do that rear window. High anxiety. Awesome. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you might be able to find it somewhere. Let's see. Rear window. So people listening at home wondering what we're doing. We're doing our research. <laughs> it was Chris but it was Christopher Reeve and Daryl Hannah in nineteen ninety-eight. But was Christopher Reeve in a wheelchair for that one? I think he was because he, when did he end? He got that, um, he has a TV movie. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So, based on everything we hear, Pride Month's Among Us 
we know there's a deadly sin for a reason. And we're talking to each other right now. We're seeing, we're just kind of seeing stuff happening now with, because the interesting part about the boycott stuff, whether it's Bud Light or Target, now, now you're hearing about Kohl's and Chick-fil-A and God knows who else. It, there's a reason well, why these companies are doing this. Well, at, at Target, um, because in, in the, in the, um, in, in, in the spirit of, of inclusion, let's call this boycott a they caught. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's a they cut. I like that. <laughs> so the, the this episode will be titled "The Deadly Sin of Pride." They cuts at boycott <laughs> at, at Target. Yeah, no, I I love it. It's just that um, because we we I've I've sent you stuff about this and we've talked about it. There's a CEI score for companies, an ESG score, mm. and if I'm not mistaken, CEI is corporate. Uh, equity index or something like that, or quality index. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, there's a environmental specialist or something. There's some sort of environmental score, something like that. It's just, let me, let me do a little corporate, bit, a little bit more. Corporate, uh, equality incentive yeah. or something, something. It's an index. It's an index. In yeah. Index. Yeah. Uh, and ESG stands for not, e, not ESH. I'm getting urban dictionary. Who knows what that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ESG, uh, ESG investment solutions. Hang on, let me see. ESG meaning in business, yeah, uh, environmental, social, and governance. That's what it stands for. Yeah, that's what it stands for. Environmental, social, governance. So it's basically pushing this stuff, yeah, on employees. And there's employees that don't agree with it. And there's people, business leaders that don't agree with it, but they they feel bullied into doing this. Well, I mean, like I was saying, how uh, how these corporations are just sponsors. They don't give a shit. I was saying, I was saying to you last week about how, like, I've I've been going to the pride parades with my family for years, and and there's always like a big a big rainbow flag with like Bank of America on it. Or some other corporate sponsor that could really give a, a tiny turd a shit about <laughs> about acceptance, about pride, or any of that. It's just that they're capitalizing on a trend, and uh, that that's kind of the way it is. And um, when it comes to when it comes to like taking a a moral stance on something, it's like they're they're not really into doing that. They're just they're just trying to tick these boxes for pander's sake <laughs> yeah that's your checking boxes, boxes. yeah yeah chicken boxes they, for pandering sake because they can mm -hmm. that's really what it is because they can and, and it's, it's it's virtue signaling we know it and i think the like the rubicon that was crossed right now is that there's kids involved it's in schools it's being pushed on kids they walk into a store, it gets shoved down their fucking throat. They're just like, you know what? Enough. We've had enough. You want to live your life the way you want to? Fine. We're not telling you not to. But we don't want, can we just live our lives too and be left alone? And can you just leave our kids alone? Can we, can we agree on that? And when people can't back off and maybe rethink what they're doing, that's the deadly sin of pride. Period. That's what it is. Yeah, you can't. Well, I think that. I think the 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 pride is also pride is also inflexibility. When you yes. are not when you are not 
able to hear another side of anyone's story besides your own. So pride doesn't only have to be, and honestly, like I, I support, I support uh, LGBT and I support pride. That's all how, I mean, I get it, man. It's my, it's my family. I, I, I'm, I'm trained by a homosexual man. My brain surgeon was a homosexual man. My brother's gay. My mom's gay. My sister's gay. My cousins are gay. I, I get it. Are you the only straight one in your family? No. I mean, okay. I'm just, my, I'm just, my, my little, my little, my little sister is straight. So I'm okay. the only, uh, me, me and my little sister are the only straight ones. Okay. But, go ahead. Um, you know, my dad, my dad's straight. He's, he might have a little sugar in his tank, but <laughs> I never met I mean, your dad. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I would say, I would say he's probably saw one up close. <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> where do we go here where do we go here scarlett johansson's bra to this yeah 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 <laughs> so so that's that's why i have to watch that movie lucy now because i mentioned scarlett johansson's rack mm -hmm. that's beautiful yeah. it's yeah. a beautiful thing well i could have said dolly parton's bra that would have been even funnier you just, well, you just yeah uh, I don't know if I have any Dolly Parton movies that I could suggest. Uh, oh, there's so many. There's nine to five. I mean, no, the nine to five, of course. Steel um, Magnolias. Uh, oh, what's the one with when Sylvester Stallone sang country music? <laughs> Did you ever see? It's called Rhinestone. Did you ever see? No, that? No, <laughs> he sang. I, I, I could say I can email you the YouTube clip. I, I think I posted it a long time ago. I said this really happened. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone singing country music. Yeah, that's awesome. But man, hey, like I said, it was a fun. It's it. This is a great episode. It was a fun yeah. week. We have a blast doing this. And you know what makes it even feel better when I see people interacting with us and talking to us? Hey, smash the like button. Hit the follow button. Like and share. Please subscribe. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate anybody that, that gives us our time on a Sunday. If if we don't hit any of the topics that you want to hear discussed, leave it in the comments. Maybe maybe stay tuned. Maybe stay tuned and you'll you'll hear what your yeah, you know what yeah. the topic is you want to hear about. Or if you have questions for us, uh, if you have if you have input, if you have a story or something and you want to share it, like mm -hmm. we'll, we'll absolutely read it on the show next week. We had segments in mind that we haven't even done yet. We've talked about like Dusty Roads pickup lines, right. Right. What's the uh, what's the other one? Uh, fart stories. Uh, Hollywood Hollywood's Hollywood Circle Jerk. Hollywood Circle Jerk. Yeah, I don't know. You have to explain that one to me. I can't remember that. Oh, so basically, basically, it will be like, okay, um, if I name an actor, then you oh. have to name, then you have to name something that actor was in. And no and cheating, then, no phones, no using no phones. no phones, right? So you name some a movie that that actor was in, then yeah. I'd have to name another actor who was in that film. And then you'd have to name another movie that that person was in. So it goes in a circle. It, it's a, you're just jerks spinning around in a circle. So actor, movie, other actor, other movie. Yeah. And from it now on, when this, yeah. And from now on, when the show starts, I'm going to look at the live, 
on the counter. I'm going to see it start running. I'm going to know before I make stupid jokes to Corey. <laughs> just, this is new to all of us, but we're, we're still feeling each other out. We're still doing this, but I think, um, I think we have something good going here. I think we have a good rapport with our audience. I think people like to hear people talk. We just want to, you feel free to interact with us. If you want us to say your name on the, uh, on the show, we'd be happy to and say, Hey, thank you. We appreciate it. You want to chat with us. We don't, we're, this isn't a live show because come Sundays, I spend time with my family. Corey spends time with his and his girlfriend, Alyssa. And uh, we, you know, we just want to make sure that um, we're, we're entertaining you. We're giving you what you want. Um, yeah. But Corey, do you have anything else? I'm ready to wrap it up, man. Let's take it home. Uh, yeah. Um, if you, if you're, on, if you're on YouTube, the enemy of rumble is YouTube. Uh, <laughs> check me out at Corey Castle on YouTube. You can see yeah. not, o- not only my episodes of evolving with Corey Castle, but you can check out the, the solo one that I've been doing. Like almost, I, I do it. I do it a couple days a week here and there. I just mm-hmm. call it live today. And it's just me going live and just talking about, you know, whatever, whatever's going on. And, uh, I also have a show on there on that same YouTube channel and on my same RSS feed. So if you're going to subscribe to Evolving with Corey Castle, you'll also get episodes of Shamecast. Shamecast is the episode is a, it's a a show that I do with Alyssa with my girlfriend. Uh, and it's it's basically like an like a like a relationships advice show. So um we'll we'll uh we'll talk about our relationship and like kind of, you know, share and be as vulnerable as possible. And then at the end of it, we'll we have a we have a, a voicemail number set up so that people can call and like leave us voicemails and uh, give us oh, cool. like topic ideas or any advice that they might want like anonymously if they want to anonymously leave us voicemails we'll they'll they can leave it on that number and we'll play mm-hmm. it on the show and we'll talk about whatever topics yep. they're they're uh, bringing up so and shamecast I- at Corey Castle or uh, YouTube at Corey Castle or on Spotify Corey Castle. Yep. And you got at Corey Castle here. That's your Instagram, correct? Yep. That's my, my Instagram. My Instagram is at lmarconi251. Send Corey all the dick pics you want. If you send mm-hmm. dick pics to me, I will re- give you a one one line response asking you where is the rest of it. Well, so. he also he's also he's also a private Instagram, so uh, <laughs> you have to request to follow him. <laughs> but yes, you have to. Request. Me, you can follow me. I don't care. I'll, it, it, well, see, the thing is, I get these requests all the time from like, you know, they're bots, you know, they're not real. There's these gorgeous women. And if I say yes to it, I, it didn't take me long to realize they start messaging me and wanting. And I'm like, no, click on my link. You know, they, they're just web. You know, it's just it's yeah so but yeah i, I do have a private account for a reason because i i, I don't want to just have anybody follow me <laughs> but you can message me you can dm me and i'll be happy yeah, to d- bring DMs up any are wide. Mm-hmm. my my stuff's not my private it's public and my dms are wide open so yeah uh, i can make my profile public i can make my profile public you know yeah, Send send me dick pics if you want. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Did you have one? Did you get one yet? Nope, nope, no, haven't no. haven't received any. Uh, no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that just because I know no one will do it. Yeah. <laughs> if so, no. if somebody does it, they'll totally prove me wrong. Yeah. Well, you won't. You won't. I, you won't. No balls. No balls. You won't. I've, I've gotten one. I've gotten them from gay guys. I've gotten hit on by gay guys online, and I'm like. Did you see my profile? I'm married with kids. I'm not homosexual. Why? You know, I mean, just move on to somebody else. It's not going to happen. Dude, I have to say, 
gay guys are some of the nicest people to me. Like, I, very... I feel like. Bold. I, feel I will like, say they're bold. I feel like I'm a. I feel like I'm a hot chick when gay guys are talking to me. I, I, I and I've never. That. I don't feel I've, that. Way. I've never felt so desired. No, you know. But... No, I never gotten that far. No, no, no. I can't say that. No, I'm, I'm playing around. But I know. I, <laughs> oh I, bullshit! I, you like trannies too. You told me. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that word. I would say, I would say, uh, I, I wouldn't say I like them. That no, no, you, you could you you could say you you sign you could find them attractive. There's I, one, I'll tell you. I wouldn't know if that she was transgender unless she said something. Blair White, you know who I'm talking about? I have no idea who that is. Yeah, look her up, Blair White. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, she's yeah, on uh, Twitter. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, follow any any uh, trans trends. Would you say trans, 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 transgender? Yeah. I know Crowder show. I know that Blair White. Yeah. It's Ms. Blair White. And if you, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. If you just look up B A B L A I R E Blair White, boy, she's, we're plugging her. So yeah, she's a YouTuber, podcaster, loudmouth, And she's, she's uh more, and her pronouns are that bitch. So I like that. <laughs> That's what it is. But yeah, she's trans, you know, and, but you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that seeing her. She, mm -hmm. she, you know, it's just like, and I'm like, wow. I mean, kind of could have fooled me on that one. So I have to say, man, I, I mean, I'm an actor, right? So um, I'm, mm -hmm. I've been in performance. I've been in performance arts, like my whole life. I've only always been in, in drama clubs and like hanging around with uh you know with that that whole entire community and i have to say man i i had audition i had to audition once for a gay part and they didn't believe that i was gay enough looking or acting uh so they they were like oh just uh just kiss this guy for this part for the audition like and and i had to kiss some boy for the audition of this movie with tom uh, no no no, okay. it was just just straight up, straight up screen screen smooch, and uh, and I hated it. I it was really I I don't I don't know why. And it's not like I was. It wasn't like a homophobic thing, but it was like it's it it's like, not your preference. It's not what you want to do. I was like, I, and and my friends will make this joke with me, and I'm 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 super sensitive. I'm the I'm a very sensitive guy. Uh, I I. I relate to a lot of women. I was raised by a single mother. I have sisters. Like I I'm, I'm, I'm in touch with my feminine side. I would say my friends have been making jokes about me being 75% gay for years and years. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? You three fourths gay. Yeah. I, I would say I'm three fourths gay. I, I, all the other stuff, except for the stuff that has to do with like putting a penis near me or putting a beard near me. Do not put either of those things near me. I, okay. I, I, that's that's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the uh, the rainbow line. <laughs> because we all know buttholes are for pooping. Mm -hmm. Not for putting anything in them. Wh what's a butt for? <laughs> what's a butt for? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's getting late. It's getting late. We're just we're just riffing here. <laughs> I hope you have a great night, Lou. 
Uh, you too, brother. Hey, it's it's fun. We'll see. I will see you guys next week. We'll see you for each and every one of our fans next week. Thank you for the support and the love. We love you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Always. Keep on stewing it. Keep stewing on stewing it. it. Stewing it, stewing it. <laughs> Keep on stewing it.